We all love the sound of money, and a $1,500 sign-on bonus sounds even better. That's right, Belicio Foods of Jackson is offering a $1,500 sign-on bonus to new employees. Receive an extra $100 your first six weeks, then $400 after day 90, and $500 after day 180. Don't wait. Apply online at BelicioFoods.com slash careers today. That's BelicioFoods.com slash careers. Come work for a company who truly values their employees. Come work for Belicio Foods. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the morning show right here on Main Street TV. And, of course, Jennifer here with, well, our good friend's well, I think from the fair, and we're going to get there in just a minute, but thank you for tuning in this morning. And we do have, I believe, our good friend Jeremiah uh, at the Jackson County Fair this morning, and we're going to bring you some coverage uh, from there. So good morning, good buddy. Good morning. Good morning. It looks like you're just all lounged out at the fair. That is not typical, like what it should look like at the fair. <laughs> I know. Uh, we're uh, we're just chilling this morning here, I guess. So how you doing there at the studio? We're doing well. We're we're in the air conditioning, and there's you know not flies and and all of that. So um, not, too, not too bad back here. The air's running back here in this building. I'm in. It's it's pretty cool in here. So the you know. I just have to say, Jeremiah, that when I was in 4-H, and that was a few years ago, we will say, um, the fair office was in, like, this godforsaken, horrible, like, trailer thingy. And now it's, like, really nice. It's like a real building and everything. It is really nice. <laughs> um, I, remember, I remember when I started uh, coming up to the fair, it was in the trailer. And, yeah. Uh, this, I think this building here is only a couple couple years old, I think now. This used to be the, um, this used to be the uh, sheep barn, I believe, a sheep goat barn. And they uh, re redid it to make this, so. Well, it's, it's really nice there because, and if you haven't, I'm telling our viewers, if you haven't been up to the fair lately and you go down by the livestock arena, the building where Jeremiah is sitting in, uh, which is like kind of the fair office, but it has this really cool like overhang where you in picnic tables you can go there and eat. And there's all these. What is this breakfast bowl thing that everyone keeps talking about? I well, I saw Porterhouse out there eating one. I'm gonna have to go get me one before I leave up here, guys. But it looks like it has a little bit of everything in it. But uh, our uh, our appointment is here. Aaron Daly um, is here for you, and uh, I'm gonna trade seats, and I'll be back with you guys here shortly. Oh, okay. Very good. Yeah, we love to talk to Erin, and she is awesome. So we'll get her all set down and switched out there with Jeremiah. And then he'll be back, I believe, the second part of the show to fill us in on some of the fun things that he's gotten to see and, and uh, do at this year's fair and eat, maybe, and ride. Who knows? Um, but our good friend Erin Daly will be with us in just a second. Well, there she is. Howdy, neighbor. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Fine. Well, very good. You have made it up to this far through the fair. <laughs> so congrats. It's like been a little while. So 
I think I've been staying up here at the camper since about Wednesday. So I've been in and out, but I've had a uh, lots of evening stuff through <laughs> since then and things. So uh, it feels like it's been several days, but yes, we made it through Monday officially and it's Tuesday and we're getting ready for the uh, sheep and uh, goat show here today. Yeah, that'll be awesome. And uh, James and I will be up in a little bit, I think, to uh, hang out with you guys. So we look forward to that um, when we get out of the studio this morning. So now you have you've had not, shall we say, questionable weather up until this point, but it's looking good the rest of the week. So how have you how have you survived so far? Yeah, so uh, yesterday was a little bit of a uh, little bit of a downpour most of the day. So it was pretty wet around here. It was uh, some some places you uh, you know it was kind of there were place, places near the campers where you kind of had to have a little bit of a boat to get out or kind of wait through to get out. But it dried up pretty quick. So it started to dry up pretty quick. And um, our our four H crew are resilient. So uh, we had a rabbit show going on yesterday. I know some of the live feeds. Um, that we had going on. I saw on Facebook people recording live. You could hardly hear because the rain was coming down so hard. But um, it dried up and things are starting to dry up around here. And it's uh, it was pretty steamy last night. So <laughs> it started drying some of that up pretty quick. And uh, things are, uh, weather's looking good for the rest of the week. It is. Well, you know, it would not be the Jackson County Fair unless it was 95 degrees and raining at some point. So... Yeah. We've done all that so far, I think. <laughs> yes, we've gone from sweatshirt weather to uh, yeah, sweatshirts to steaming to you know, sweating and and raincoats all, all in one day. We got all in one day. That's Ohio for you. No, and um, I do want to give kudos out to to you know the fair board and and the folks there that manicure those grounds because you know I can remember back in our day. You know, we didn't have the pavement on the midway and um, the nice gravel and, you know, the, the very, very nice campsites that, that there are now and all of that. And, you know, this just goes back to show you what how much work that the fair board and, and all the folks up there in charge of the grounds, um, how much work they've done and, and what a wonderful job that they do because... You know, <laughs> trust us back in our day, right, Aaron? Uh, we would not have, it would not have dried up quickly. Let's put it that way. <laughs> the, um, yeah, the drainage systems, they put in, put a lot of work into drainage systems and things throughout here throughout the last several years. And that's really helped um, when we do have bad weather like that to help make that to pass by quickly. So, and even yesterday, they found when they find something where there's a problem, uh, yesterday, I think they were having some issues in the rabbit barn and there was some flooding and right away we had some livestock committee members and fair board members out there that were out there in the middle of it, digging a ditch to trench out the water to try to, uh, solve that problem quickly for them. So I think they've got that situated today and everything's looking good. Well, and, and, you know, again, that's, that's just a testament to, to the caring and, and all the parents and, and all the members up there putting on this fair and making it good for the kids, the junior fair. And, uh, also of course the senior fair as well, when you, you know, you go up on the midway and as I said, everything's paved now and it's just so nice. You can get from ride to ride and, and the food booths and all that's wonderful. Yes. Makes it a lot easier. Um, you know, it's not perfect, but it makes it a lot easier for people <laughs> the issues or um, makes it just a lot easier getting around for sure. That's exactly right. Okay. So do you want to describe this breakfast bowl that everyone keeps talking about? Because I need I, to know. I haven't had the breakfast bowl. I guess I've what? been to this 
I have not had this breakfast bowl. <laughs> uh, well, evidently, it's a thing, and we need to get one. You know anything about the breakfast bowl? No. Fuzzy was eating one in here. He was eating one in here. I'm going to have to go check it out, I guess. I guess so. It's, it's at one of those booths there around the uh, around the show arena, so we'll have to check that okay. out. Uh, so, so, yeah, we've got the 4-H and the FFA um, cattlemen's down here on the show arena, so we'll have, to go, we'll have to go check that out. That's exactly right. So let's talk for a minute about, you know, and again, <laughs> I go back to when I was there versus, which was a few years ago. Um, you know, we didn't have booths around the show arena and down in the junior fair area. We had to walk our rear ends up to the up to the midway there. And so let's talk for a minute about some of the local booths that are there around the show arena. If people don't know, we would love to invite y'all to come down and support the local uh, groups. Yeah, so um, the fair board's kind of made that commitment to some of our local groups to help um to help uh, you know keep those groups down here around the barn area it kind of accomplishes two things gives them you know they're right down here in the action but it also um, one of the biggest reasons for that is because it helps those groups to be able to get people working you know if you're a parent and you're working in the 4-H food booth or working in the FFA booth um, it's a lot easier if your kids are here close and they can pop in and out and there's a different kind of you know different kind of safety net down here when there's lots of you know lots of those people um, they know around, and so that's been one of the nice things as those, uh, for those booths, easier to find workers and things like that because they, you know, they're here close. So that makes it a lot easier, and of course it's really nice for those down here to be able to get food um, without, in between shows, a lot of times you, know, you don't have a lot of time, um, you don't have a lot of time uh, in between shows to really go and get food. Uh, lots of times you only have like a couple you know you, you may only have a few minutes in between classes and uh so you can go and grab something quickly so that really works out for everybody it works out for those working the booths and it also works out for those here down attending the shows because a lot of times um you know those shows move pretty quick and so you may just if you've only got a few minutes in between classes you can go grab something quickly you know, and I think that that's a great point. And, and I loved, uh, you know, one of the things about the Jackson County Fair, and I think other, other fairs in general, is, you know, everybody's kid is everybody's kid during the week. So, like, you know, maybe mo mom and dad have to go to work, but, but you know, your friend's parents are there. And, you know, they're your mom and dad while your mom and dad's not there. And right. I think that, you know, when you can run to one of those booths and find an adult that you know or something like that, that helps out the kids as well, um, just because they have that support system down there for sure. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, you know, I, they – it definitely does. You know, I, I joke with my kids all the time about, you know, like, remember, there's lots of, you know, there's lots of eyes out here. So, yeah. <laughs> everybody and, um, you know, it's really a big family. And I think that's the important thing. Um, that's one of the neat things about 4-H in general in the fair. And so it really is a family. I mean, we say that you hear that kind of um, cliche, but it really is. You know, we think of this as our 4-H family and, it, you know, they, it you, you know the kids, you know, you know, you get to know them, they come up to you. It's, it's really great for those kids because I think it's, it's twofold. You know, it, it's, we say that takes a village and raising kids and things, but it's also, you know, it gives those kids that adult support system. And, you know, one of the mm -hmm. things that we focus on in 4-H is having that opportunity to, you know, have a relationship with a caring adult. And so these kids are surrounded by caring adults and have lots of people there and lots of, not only are they seeing their peers, and those older youth that they're looking up to, 
but they're also um, they're also having those caring adults around that are there to help be that support system for those kids. Not only this week, but throughout their lives, it's that support system that builds for a long time. You know, and and you're exactly right. Like I still see my 4-H advisors from when I was nine years old, and um, to me, they're just as important <laughs> as they were that day. And you know, you have that bond with them, and and you know you you went to war, you know, with, with them and, and the, that week and all of that, and they were there to support and you appreciate that so much. So, you know, that's one of the great things about 4-H. So what are some of the things that are going on uh, this week? Do you have anything new to report or, or any new buildings, anything like that um, there at the fair? Um, well, as far as the buildings, uh, we just had one of the newly renovated buildings that just actually got finished right in time before the fair. Um, was the uh, 4-H building. So you probably remember when they built that building. I think that used to be a rabbit barn, if I remember right, up there. there Wasn't there a rabbit barn up no, there? It was, it was the old horse barn. There was a horse barn. Okay, wasn't there yeah. rabbits up there, though, I'm thinking? That was, like, up a little bit. Up a little farther. Okay, yeah. up a little So, yeah, there used to be some more barns up there, and then they built that uh, 4-H, the 4-H building. And so they've used that building for booths, but it's also been a community building that's been rented out for you know everything from weddings to graduation parties to family reunions. And so it you know had a lot of wear and tear and was really in need of some repairs. And so they were able to find funds and um, got some help from from different different sources to be able to redo that building. And they uh, did I think about forty thousand dollars in repairs to that building. And so that has a new AC, um, new AC unit and has a new roof, uh, new, new walls in there. And the inside has a new ceiling instead of the drop ceiling that was there before. All the walls have been painted and redone. The bathrooms have been redone so that they have, um, so that they have a, um, you know, nice, they actually have nicer stall, stall doors and look nice and not just the old wooden doors that were kind of in there. So um, it looks very nice in there, and the booths are set up in there as well as vendors. So our 4-H theme this year is There's No Place Like 4-H. So we have a lot of really great booths. They just got judged yesterday. I think it was a Totally Awesome Kids that won first place. And um, so those booths um, are up there. I think there's a there's a Dorothy in one of the booths, and there's lots of uh, some Wizard of Oz theme things. And I think there's one that shows the map of all wherever 4-H is all over the world. And so that's really cool. Um, there's, you know, 4-H exists in more than 88 countries. And so they kind of highlighted that 4-H around the world, showing those other, um, took a little different take on it than the Wizard of Oz. And so that was a really cool thing as well. So our booths are up there displaying our 4-H kids and their projects. And then we have vendors up there as well in the, in the 4-H building. You know, and well, number one, you can stop in and just stand in the air conditioning for a minute. So that's a good thing. <laughs> Well, yeah, <laughs> but let's talk for a minute about, you know, I don't think the folks that do the general projects get enough um, recognition. And um, can we talk about those for a minute? You know, you don't have to take an animal to, to participate in 4-H or be part of the fair. Right. Yeah. So uh, we actually gave our general projects awards last night. And um, what a lot of people don't realize, a lot of times we go out and do 4-H recruitment, we'll hear um, you know, people saying, oh, well, I don't live on a farm or I don't have animals. And, um, you know, while there are lots of small animals that a lot of our kids who do maybe live in town, even uh, that, that people will take, there's 
actually more than 200 different projects that are available through 4-H. And so we have everything. There is actually a 4-H, a new project called 4-H Around the World, which is what that club actually highlighted in their booth. Um, they they kind of did a group project with that um, with that project and highlighted some of those things um, in their booth. And so that's exploring those things. There is um, a there's projects on electricity. There's projects in welding. Uh, there's gardening. There's babysitting. There's scrapbooking. Uh, there's really um, endless amounts of projects. We have things like robotics. Uh, there's a new even new, a new mental health project that's like exploring mental health. There is um, things uh, that are just everywhere in natural resources. There's fishing, uh, there's insects, lots of different things with that. Um, so there's just countless projects you can do. And if you really, even if you can't come up with something or you don't find something in there that fits your needs, which would be difficult, there's lots of different things in there, but they can even do a self-determined project that um, where you kind of create your own project and come up with something that interests you. And they kind of give some idea starters with, with that, or you can take it and run with it with something else. There's a, you know, like a Native American artifacts idea starter or uh, a reptiles and amphibians thing, idea starter. Um, but we have, you know, there's woodworking. We had great, some great woodworking projects. I think we had a kid that made an air hockey table, like out of wood, like a wooden air hockey type table that was kind of wow. similar to an air hockey table. And um, so made one of those. Um, we just have... We had so many different neat projects. Uh, cake decorating is a project that we had lots of kids taking cake decorating. Of course, there's sewing. Um, there's several sewing projects as well as the food and nutrition projects. Um, you know, kids learning about cooking, which a lot of times is sometimes a lost art. Uh, just learning about proper ways of measuring food safety. And they've taken a lot of new takes on that. There's even like a fast food uh, project where you kind of learn about the nutrition parts of fast food and making good choices and how to you know, kind of balance some of those. Um, there's a fitness project that's like a health tracker where you're um, tracking your fitness. There's an athletics project. And then even like with the clothing projects, they have the construction projects. Like we've had a lot, like, you know, you can make a skirt or a top or even up to a prom dress. You know, there's lots of different things you can do. We had someone that made an outerwear, um, made a, like a coat this year. Um, but they can also do things that kind of are starting out where you just applique an outfit or you maybe embellish something. There's an embellished project where you just kind of decorate something to get people interested in that. So there's just tons of different projects that you can take. And so really finding that thing that's your niche is um, is really the exciting thing about 4-H is that you, there's really something for everyone. You know, and I'm so glad that you said that. And that's the whole point is it's all inclusive. And, and you know, we just want kids to participate and and. It's just like kind of good, wholesome uh, fun for them because I can remember, you know, you, you can be rotten at the fair, but it's also just a, a week where you're, you're up there and you meet people that you normally wouldn't meet or, or have had the opportunity to meet. Um, and, and, you know, those friendships and bonds go on forever. I know some of my fair friends are still some of my best friends today. For and sure. That for sounds sure. really cheesy, but it's absolutely 100% the truth. It does. And I think the really neat thing about it, too, is that a lot of these kids, you know, they may not go to the same schools. They don't, right. um, a lot of them don't go to the same schools or they don't have, they're maybe they're at school, they're involved in different things and they may not, you know, see each other all the time at school, even if they do go to the same school. But you'll see these kids year after year and they show up at the fair or they show up, you know, at those 4 H events and immediately it's like that bond just is back. You know, they, they can go 
nine months and not see each other and all of a sudden it's just like you know that bond comes back and so they really are those you know those friendships like you said it sounds cliche but it's those friendships that last a lifetime um i see it in my own kids i've seen it with my own friends you know but i see it with kids all over the place it's just so fun to see here you see those kids and you know um you know look and you know that they're not they don't go to school together they don't have that this is their one thing they do together and so it's really fun to see those kids just you know those running around just having good clean fun absolutely and you know did we get into water fights and stupid stuff yep but you know and that was frowned upon and now i understand why but back then i didn't (laughs) (laughs) that's okay (laughs) yeah and it's it's that mutual bond that stress stress of show day and and it's the you know the family fun too that it's you know sometimes it's the you know family bonding and those things that go on and Last night I was out, you know, just watching the practice ring. I thought I'm not even, I think it was a brother or two a set of brothers and the animal had gotten away from him and the older brother was kind of helping him and consult and being so kind to him. And sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes those aren't so, sometimes you see those sibling rivalries, <laughs> not rivalries, but you know, those, you can have the best, the best fights in the barn sometimes. And then sometimes also the best, uh, you know, just the best moments too. So because yeah. sometimes. That, like that anything when you're working hard and something and stress comes along with that sometimes those high tensions can come too but um but yeah we see those we see those moments happening all over the place and it's not they're not hard to find around here and so that's right uh, have to kind of take time to look and there's lots of lots of awesome stuff happening you know i can remember being um you know, nine years old and, and back then they didn't have clover buds or anything like that. So you had to wait until you could, you know, be in 4-H. And, um, but I can remember being that like first year 4-H'er and being so, I thought I was something. And then you get there and you're so scared because you don't really know what you're doing. And, um, I can remember the older kids, you know, kind of helping out and whatever. And then as I got older, it's just, organically like it just happens where the older kids help out the younger kids and so on and so forth and um as you said sometimes we can be a little bit rotten but at the end of the day it's um the older kids and then the adults that are helping the younger ones and then someday they'll grow up and 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 it's just this cycle of of um greatness that that you watch over you know nine years of someone's career in 4-h yeah it really is um I saw, I said, again, we, you know, they have practice every night in the ring. They'll let set up times and have different animals for practice. And, you know, the other night I saw um, the night for the rabbit show, there was uh, one of the 4-H'ers in there kind of giving instructions on rabbits and teaching some of the other kids and was going in and just, you know, helping kids she didn't even know and helping kids out learning, telling them all about rabbits they're passionate about, they want to hear about it. And she was 12. <laughs> so, oh. you know, Trying to, uh, you know, wanting to share that knowledge and share that passion with others. And so I think that it's it's definitely something that that is ingrained in those kids. And it just kind of comes because they see it. You know, they see those examples. And whether you're, you know, you're nine years old, and you're seeing that last year 4-H member, those junior fair board members that you're seeing the example. Um, you know, there's they're, they're always seeing those things. And, you know, there's a sign up in the barn um, that says, um, and I'm not going to not going to get it quoted right but you know it says somewhere in this barn there's some there's a, there's a kid who's watching you and you know you owe it to them to give them you know to be your best 
and we we have that up in the barn and just kind of as a reminder to those older kids and you know I don't, most of the time it doesn't take much reminding but um you know just to um, remind them there's there's lots of little eyes watching them you know whether it's the adults or the kids and so they uh you know they're they're definitely have a, have a chance to make an impact out there absolutely and i i just think it's um just so neat to watch that whole thing unfold um it really and is. I just, I remember it like it was yesterday being the little kid that was scared. And then I remember being the older kid, um, trying to make sure the little kids weren't scared. <laughs> yeah, so. for sure. So. so what are some of the things that, that, um, are coming up at the fair that you're looking forward to? I know we have, um, what sheep and goats today in the, um, in the arena. Yes, yeah, so we've got sheep and goats today. Um, tomorrow on Wednesday is our beef day, so we'll have beef throughout the whole day. Um, there's lots of, you know, we'll start out, we'll have showmanship in the morning and then go on to the shows and we'll have beef breeding. Uh, we'll have our dairy beef feeders and our beef feeder calves. Uh, then we'll have our dairy steers and our market steers. Um, those dairy steers are just in their second year of their project, so that project is, uh, you know, kind of starting to move up and catch on there a little bit. So we're try, trying that out and seeing how that's worked. It's a very long, expensive project. So, uh, could so, you explain that a little bit, Erin? Would you mind? Cause I'm not familiar yeah. with it. So the dairy steers, um, remember we've always had the dairy beef feeders. Yes. So the dairy steers allow those kids to take those dairy beef feeders home and they can actually come back and bring it back as a market as a steer. Um, just like the market steers. So um, as far as, you know, meat quality, you know, there's the Holstein steers, you know, are taste, you know, we taste just as good. And, you know, you, lots of people, some, there's some people who prefer those. And so um, they raise those dairy steers um, to be just like they would a market steer. So it's a two year kind of a kind of a two-year project. Um, it doesn't have to be a two-year project. Some of those kids may purchase dairy feeders from some of the other kids who had them the first year. And they may purchase someone else's after the fair and then raise it that second year. So, um, but it makes it so that you can make that a two-year project. But they're, uh -huh. they're a lot. <laughs> so all of those steers eat a lot. Um, I'd say that's a huge commitment, Erin. All of those steers, uh, people don't realize it. Yeah, there's, I mean, all of these animals in general um, eat a lot, but the steers particularly, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're a very, uh, very intense, very expensive product. It's definitely a commitment and investment those kids are putting in. And a lot of people don't think, I mean, I even heard people talk about the turkeys. You wouldn't believe how much those turkeys they said eat. Um, so yeah, these kids, you know, so it's, it's a lot of time and effort. It's not just that, you know, there's the time every day. I mean, they're spending days, um, you know, walking and I know, I know even my own kids, you know, you're, running between ball practices and going, you know, every going to walk pigs, going, you know, finding time, you know, walking lambs in the morning and pigs in the evening and trying to, you know, fit it all in in between practice and life and all the other things that go around. And these kids are just, you know, they're running busy schedules and they are, um, you know, they put lots of time into this um, throughout the year. And so just, it's really exciting for them to be here this week and just be able to um, see the, all those, all those that work hard, many, many months of hard work come to fruition this week. So they're, you know, when they get stressed about that, that day in the show, you know, you think about it and it's hours and hours and yes. you know, months of the year, um, sometimes more than a year of uh, putting work into that project. And they might be in the show ring for, you know, 
a total of 30 minutes with that animal. So at most, by the time they're in there, was so sometimes it may only be 10 minutes. So it's a lot, you know, you have that and that, that work that goes into that. So they, um, you know, are excited for that day. And of course that doesn't just happen just that 10 minutes show there. They've already, they've been out there early this morning. I've heard them out there this morning with the lambs and the blowers going and <laughs> washing and drying and getting them ready. And like I said, they were all here late last night finishing and, you know, getting going. So it's just a, there's a lot of work that goes into it. And so it's exciting to kind of finally see them get to have that chance in the ring and find out how their animal compares. Um, and so, you know, they'll have two parts and you know that, but they're for the mm -hmm. viewers out there, there's two parts of the show for most all of our shows. We have showmanship and then we have the quality shows. So the showmanship is where they're judging the kid showing the animal. And so that's not anything. Maybe the, the only thing you're really judging with the animal is how that animal is, you know, looks, if they're clean, if they're taking care of them, if you know, how their hair looks, those kind of things. But then they're looking at how that, that kid shows the animal. So that's where we see those kids showmanship skills shine. Um, and you know, they, those just, it just doesn't just happen. Um, you know, sometimes there's a little, there's definitely part of that goes in there on how that animal decides to act that day. And sometimes you can have an animal that's <laughs> all along and then comes in there and just is not having a good day. And that happens sometimes, but you can, you know, a lot of that comes as they've worked with those animals, the more that they've worked with them, the more you're going to see those kids shine in the, in the showmanship. And then uh, the show, whether it's breeding or market, that's a quality show. Mm -hmm. And they're actually judging the animal itself. So at that point, they're not looking necessarily at how the kid shows the animal. They're looking at the quality of that animal. Now, how the kid shows the animal can also have a big impact on it because, you know, there's things that they can do to, you know, it's, it's kind of, I always compare it, tell our kids, our 4-H kids, it's kind of like, you know, a job interview or it's putting your best foot forward and highlighting those things that are your highest points and maybe, um, you know, not touching on the, you know, not trying to, trying to highlight those high points and trying to, you know, make your things that are your flaws not look as, look as big. And that's kind of how it goes with the animals. So you're trying to set it up in a way if you know where those animals' good points are and that's, they're learning about judging those animals and what the judge is looking for. And so, you know, try they know that if they stand a certain way, they're going to look a little better. If they're, you know, if you're rubbing their belly, they're going to put their back, make, make their back a little straighter. So they, you know, all those things kind of go along. The showmanship does kind of go along with the show to make that animal look its best. So everything from, you know, making see, sure they're seeing the good side, you know, maybe if it's a pig, you know, that if they look better, if they walk faster or slower or where I look better if they're moving or so, you know, it just kind of depends that part of that is those kids learning to be able to show that animal in the best way that they can, which I think is, you know, it's a great life skill. Lots of, just like all these things we do in 4-H, we're constantly uh, helping these kids relate that to things that they're going to do later on in life. They're not going to probably, you know, very, I don't think probably any of them, maybe some, but are going to be professional showmen in their careers but um, they're going to take those skills and apply those to the workforce and the things that they've learned through that and apply those to life because that's what, that's what we're doing is we're teaching those kids those life skills and that's what it's all about. You know, and I would agree with that 100%. You know, public speaking is, I think, a, a huge um, a terrifying factor for a lot of people. You know, you, you poll, poll Americans and they will tell you that public speaking is like their biggest fear. And, you know, in 4-H, you start at nine years old 
doing public speaking because you're talking to that judge and they're interviewing you and you're going through interviews before the fair and you're, you know, so all of these things you're learning year in and year out. And, um, you know, it makes you, it forces you to get outside your box a little bit. And I think that's fantastic. And as you said, you know, you're learning to, to do things on the fly. You know, when, you know, you're riding your horse down the thing and it and it's trying for some reason a fly hits it or something and it's bucking or or the steer gets bit by a fly and it takes off. Like you're having to learn how to 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 deal with that and and fix that on the fly. And um those are all such wonderful life skills that you learn there in 4-H or FFA, I think. For sure. And I said and you learn, you know, and you learn about it's you know, learn about how to win and lose gracefully. Yeah, you know, humility for sure. <laughs> And, you know, kind of learning that sometimes things aren't going to go your way. The cards may not fall the way you want to, um, but it's, you know, it's more about how you handle those things and, um, you know, how you take those things and learn from them. And so, you know, sometimes things, you know, you think things are going to turn out better or, or different way than you planned and they're, you know, but you have to learn to adjust. And so that's one of the biggest things that we uh, help these kids with is, you know, learning to adjust. Absolutely. And I, I love that. And that's a you know, huge life skill. Huge. So. For sure. Well, what are some of the other things that you would like our viewers to know as uh, we don't want to keep you all morning? We know you're very, very busy. Um, so like going through the week, you know, too, you know, we said we were talking the schedule. We got beef and then Thursday. Um, yeah, we also have the horse show Wednesday. I didn't mention that. So we have the horse show Wednesday evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, we postponed last night because of the rain but the there was already a horse show scheduled tomorrow for horsemanship and showmanship but they're going to go ahead and do contests tomorrow as well okay and it's supposed to have been separated to monday so all the horse shows will be taking place tomorrow evening on wednesday um on thursday we'll have the poultry shows in the morning and then we'll have the um hog show uh, later in the evening and then thursday evening i don't know if anybody's giving you this tidbit on thursday evening on the entertainment um, I'm usually not on the up and up about all the different things, knowing what's going on in the midway. But uh, Thursday, there is, um, so I know we have uh, Jess Adams up there opening, and she's been here at the fair before. And I let our, know our fair board, lots of our fair friends have become, you know, got to know Jess and follow Jess. And so that's exciting to have her kind of feel like she's coming back home too. And then um, our evening show that night is Callista Clark. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with Callista Clark. She's got some... Uh, Great songs on the radio that are featured, but why I think she's uh, why I'm kind of think that she's pretty excited. I'm I'm excited to have her here, is that she's a 4-H alum. Uh, she's yes. actually years old. Uh, she I actually got to see her um, when I she was 11. Um, so she I was at a 4-H event um, in Georgia. She was 11 years old and uh, was performing with the Clovers and Company. And that's kind of like a show choir that Georgia 4-H does, a very elite uh, statewide show, like a show choir group. And so she was performing with uh, Clovers and Company, and I was like, wow, this girl's going to be something. So I've kind of followed her, and she actually has uh, done several um, several debuts over the year with National 4-H and has kind of been a spokesperson for 4-H uh, with Jennifer Nettles. And um, so many, many people know that name. She's worked with Jennifer Nettles a lot doing some of those 4-H, 4-H uh spokesman type uh, activity. So she's going to be here Thursday night. So I think that's really exciting. Hoping to get a lot of our 4-Hers up there um, just to kind of support one of their own. And um, 
I think she she's going to put on a great show. So she has, like I said, several songs you hear on the radio. And so we're really excited to have her here Thursday night as well. Very good. And okay, do you have your um, smash em up derby car ready for Saturday? I, I do not. I don't have a smash em up derby car. I mean, I don't know. I, I try not. I try not to smash them up too much, you know. But no, we might make it up to check out the derby. We usually make it up to check out the derby. That we're <laughs> running on fumes down here on the office end of it. I say we. Uh, Usually, if we're kind of done with everything, we'll try to make it up to see a bit of the derby. So, <laughs> well, it's always a fun night, and uh, everybody comes out for the derby on Saturday. So it's uh, oh yeah, big Jackson County, and uh, there, you know, we know county fairs and derbies go hand in hand, and so you'll see everybody out on Saturday night here for the derby. So lots, lots of excitement going on. You know, there is, and, and um, you know, it's just, it's the fair. There's food, there's rides, there's fun, but definitely get down and, and you know, support the 4-H kids as well and the FFA kids and um, get down there and, and check out their projects and all of that because they do work so hard. Some of those projects, as you said, go two years now, and, um, you know, that's a long time for kids to commit to one project. So they are amazing, and go down and give them the credit in which they deserve. Definitely, yes, definitely so. Uh, come out, and I always tell our kids, you know, talk to the people going through the barns, tell them about your projects, you know, ask questions. You know, if people ask questions, you know, tell them about, tell them all you know, tell them about what you do with your project, why you do the things that you do. And uh, I think that, you know, that's really important for those kids to, uh, those kids to get a, you know, share those stories and for the general public, because we all know that, um, you know, that's a, that's a huge issue in our, in our, world today is that a lot of people don't realize where their food comes from and so helping people under helping people understand where that food comes from and what it is that our kids are doing out here just really helps to have a you know a better understanding of of agriculture in general and also you know just kind of the hard work that's going into these projects as well you're right you mean wait food doesn't just come from the grocery store no it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't which you know, brings me to, uh, if you're looking to fill your freezer Friday at the sale at three o'clock, you can uh, register, you can still register as a buyer. Um, so you can go on our website at jackson.osu.edu, um, click down where it says the uh, 4-H and then click on fair. You can see that. Um, that will be, there's information there about how to register for a buyer or give us a call at the extension office and we can help you get registered. Just show up and we can register you that night quickly as well. But um there's information there about how much meat, how much meat actually comes from those animals and how you can kind of ideas of how that breaks up into different cuts, whether it's hamburger steaks or what you're looking for. If you're looking for, you know, buy a pig for pork, a lamb, lots of different um, options. So they can get the beef, you can get the swine through the sale, the lambs and the goats all um, can go for processing. So it's a great way, you know, go in with a neighbor, fill your freezer up, support a great calls while you're at it. Yeah. And then, and that's so important because that's kind of the whole point of, of the fair, uh, at the end is those market projects get sold. And you know, the, that's, that's the culmination of those kids hard work and, um, get out there and support them. And, um, it's, it's just very important that you do. So, well, Aaron, thank you so much for talking with us this morning. We know you're super duper busy, and um, maybe we'll check in with you later in the week if that's okay. All right, that sounds great. So, thanks, all right. Jennifer. Well, 
best of luck for the rest of the week. Get make sure you get your rest, okay? I'm trying to. Brought all the vitamins this week. You know, I'm trying. <laughs> trying Good to girl. Help from getting run down this week. I'm not sure how well it's working, but drinking lots of water and you know, and probably a lot of caffeine. But we're making it through. Hey, so that's all right. And the breakfast bowl. I was in bed by 1 a.m. last night, so I mean, I'm still pretty good. <laughs> there you go. It's a goal. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, spending some time with us this morning. And like I said, we'll check in with you maybe later on in the week if that's okay. Will do. All Thanks right. So All right, Miss Erin Daly, of course, our um, 4-H extension. There's a really long term to her name, educator, something or other, but otherwise known as kind of the extension agent, if, if you if you remember that from years ago. So, um, all right, let's see. We've got a uh, little video here, Jen. Oh. We can watch that. And when we come back, we, uh, Jeremiah is yeah. going to tell us about what all happened last night. And he's got some winners and things like that for us. Yeah, absolutely. We can't wait. Let's all get right. to it. My favorite part of 4-H is influencing the younger kids and just showing what agriculture is about. My favorite part of 4-H is show day and hanging out with my friends. My favorite part of 4-H is making memories and probably bonding with everyone around me. My favorite part about 4-H is being here for the kids, showing them you're doing your stuff and you're helping them too. That's all it counts. Be active. My favorite part of 4-H is taking animals. My favorite thing about 4-H is definitely the people that I've met along the way and the relationships that I've built. It's definitely something that will stick with me for the rest of my life. Anytime that I need something from anyone, they're there at the drop of a hat with no questions asked. My favorite part of 4-H is being able to take care of the animals and having quality time with the animals and seeing all my friends and family here at the, the barns and stuff. My favorite part of 4-H is working hard with my animal to make money so I can pull a little bit part of it out now and like buy stuff. I don't know what I'm gonna buy though. And the rest of it, the main part of it, is gonna go into my savings account until the future, what the future brings to me. so cute i like the the last one's very um was very honest yeah <laughs> yeah ask when Jer ask jeremiah in a second what uh ask jeremiah more about that last kid okay all right is he back with us jeremiah are you there hey hey guys i'm back um, all right all so right. tell us tell us about this last kid <laughs> well Real quick, I'd like to shout out to James for putting all that footage together. I took that footage, and I appreciate him getting that all together with the music and everything. It turned out really nice. It did. I really, really enjoyed that. Okay. Um, so, so the last kid, um, I didn't realize he's one of the fair board uh, members' kids, and he was he was telling me that's, oh, he's one of so. All the kids you just saw, there was eight kids there. All eight kids are going to be featured for my 4-H profiles that I've done for the last couple of years. And uh, the last one there, um, I think his name was Trent, 
Um, he told me that he brought a steer this year because last year his friend brought a steer. And, uh, and I quote, he said his friend made $3,000 on his steer and he wants to roll in some of that dough. <laughs> I mean, out of the mouths of babes, man. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, uh, you guys were talking about the uh, breakfast, the breakfast bowl earlier. We got the menu here, guys. Nice. Um, so it's the Jackson County 4-H Advisory Council food booth. Uh, they have breakfast. They got sausage gravy and one biscuit. Uh, it's three bucks. They got a sausage gravy and two biscuits for four bucks. They got a sausage, egg, and cheese sandwich for three bucks. They got a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich for three bucks. And then down here they have, let's see, is it on this side? Oh, no, it's the FFA booth that's got the bowl, guys. Oh, so they brought me, the FFA has the breakfast bowls. And uh, they also have like sausage, egg, cheese, and then they also do um, stuff at lunch too. So there's a full lunch menu as well. Nice. I mean. You guys ought to check it out. Maybe you guys can get lunch when you're up here later. Heck yeah. James is buying. He said so. Well, I, I was going to get second right. breakfast and then maybe lunch right before we left. <laughs> oh, you're going to eat breakfast twice and then lunch? <laughs> There's a mix of stuff. Get you a corn dog. Get you a fried bologna sandwich. I'll pass different. on the fried bologna. Thank you. But I was interested in that pancake on a stick. Ooh. Oh, okay. Pancake right. on a stick. Pancake on a stick. Okay. I, uh, one of the Fairport members was eating one of those when I was. <laughs> so anyhow, I wanted to go over the schedule with you guys for today. Yeah. Tuesday, July 19th. Mission ten dollars, and uh, like Aaron was saying today in the show ring, you got sheep and goat. Um, right now, the should be the junior fair sheep showmanship should be going on in the show arena. Um, Aaron, I think, has some children that is in that, and that's where she was going to after she left here. Um, at ten fifteen a.m. will be the open class and junior fair sheep breeding show. At 10.30 a.m. will be the Junior Fair Market Lamb Show. At 1 p.m. will be the Junior Fair Dairy Goat Showmanship. And then at, um, let's see, at 1.30 p.m. will be the Open and Junior Fair Dairy Goat Show. Later at 2 o'clock will be the 4-H demonstrations. I think those are usually held, like, up at the 4-H building. And uh, that 4-H building, I got to go in there. I know Aaron was talking about it earlier. And I got to go in there yesterday, and it is super nice. Like, it looks like a brand new building, even on the outside. I don't, I know she didn't mention it, but the outside got an overhaul, and the inside it did. All LED like lighting all the way through, and like it's real, real well lit, and uh, it was real cool in there. I, I, I went in there to cool off and get out of the rain there after we talked yesterday. Um, rides open at five o'clock. And then this afternoon at 3 p.m. will be the uh, Market Goat Showmanship. 4 o'clock will be the Market Goat Breeding Show. And then at 6 o'clock will be the Market Goat Show. And all those times, uh, I always like to say, those times um, sometimes can be either they, they, put, they set a time and they try to keep that time, but sometimes you know shows will run longer depending on the judging. So uh, that's kind of a suggested time, I would say. Um, and then tonight at six o'clock on the Midway stage, Magic Man T.J. Hill 
will be doing a comedy and magic show. And uh, he's going to be doing that from Tuesday, July 19th through uh, Friday, July 22nd, guys. So if you uh, like magic, that'll be going on this evening. And then down at the grandstand, as always, I know everybody loves the... Um, Everybody loves the Dimbo Derby on Saturday, but this uh, tonight is something that everybody always comes out for, too. It's the Diamond J Rodeo. you got to come out and watch these guys try to you know, ride those bulls, and you know, it's always very entertaining to watch. I always, when I'm down there, I've been down there in the past to take pictures, and uh, I always get real nervous when I sit here in the gates because I'm always worried one of those bulls are going to come, you know, come over there and, like, kick the gate or something, you know. So it's always a little uh, nerve nerve wracking. Well, I think that Jeremiah should have to try to ride a bull tonight. Yeah, I, I was gonna say. I what, mean, we've got to get uh, him in one of the. Uh, if we're gonna put the rodeo rendezvous in the demo derby, then we're gonna have to put Schaefer in the uh, rodeo. <laughs> Schaefer in the rodeo. I mean, worse. Oh, we could make you be one of those clowns. Oh, that would be great. You could go out and chase bulls around. I feel like you- we have a lot of people in this office that would make good rodeo clowns. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> So, uh, you know, yesterday I was talking about uh, down in the show ring was the rabbits and turkeys, and then you had the general project ceremony uh, last night. I've got results from that thanks to Telegram editor Pete Wilson. He sent those over late last night. Awesome. So it was a busy, busy place down there in the Joe Morgan Memorial Livestock Arena. Um, You had, let's see, for the rabbit show, Jennifer Meldick took home grand champion Market Rabbit, and Haley Ross uh, earned the title of reserve champion Market Rabbit. In the showmanship um, competition, Daniel Baker won the title of overall Rabbit Showman. In the Rabbit Breeding Show, Daniel Baker also won the best overall grand champion honor, while a Trinity Jones showed the best overall reserve champion in the Rabbits. On the turkey side of things, the Market Turkey Show, you had a Braden Brown came away with the Grand Champion Honors, and a um, Addison Brown, I bet they're brother and sister since they have a similar name or cousins, um, earned the title of Reserve Champion. And in the Showmanship Division, Daniel Baker, we just heard him in the Rabbits, won the title of overall market turkey showman and daniel baker was in the winner circle again as he won the overall breeding turkey show award and then later in the evening they you know like i said they and you guys talked about it with aaron with the general projects your overall outstanding general project award went to grant regal the overall yeah there he is there's mr regal the overall clothing award went to Sure Murray, and then the overall food and nutrition award went to Jocelyn Regal. So that was your um, kind of rundown of results from uh, Monday, July 18th. That's awesome. And so James and I are going to head up here in a little bit, and I want to have somebody show me how to show a turkey. I'm obsessed with it. I, I want to... James needs to get you recorded trying to flip that bird up so it gets its wings out. Agreed. Holding that turkey, Jen. <laughs> Tell Jen about that kid you had fluff the turkey up for your picture. Oh, 
So one of my I, I photos, so one of the profiles I did, um, uh, you could tell this kid, um, his name was Jordan Kazi. He was in the Moloch contest. He oh, placed, yeah. Placed, he was honorable mention. He was number four yesterday when I shared the results with you guys from that. He yeah. was in the orange T-shirt in the video we showed. Yeah. Yeah. I bumped into him down in the, you know, in that barn. I asked him, I said, do you care if I interview you for my 4-H profile? And he said, sure. And he, he said, let me get one of my turkeys out. And he got it out, and we took a picture. And I asked him, I said, is this, you know, is this a guy turkey or a girl turkey? And he goes, it's, it's a Tom. And I said, he goes, hold on. I'll get him to fluff out. And, like, he just, like, like whispered, turkey whispered or whatever, touched, touched the turkey a certain way, and he just kind of fluffed out. And he just stood there. Didn't didn't move or anything. Just stood there, and he stood behind him. And I took the picture, and you could tell this kid had really worked with uh, with his turkeys. He was actually grand champion last year. He was telling me. Oh, very good. He must not have had as much luck this year because I didn't see I didn't see his name on the list. But <laughs> he, he was a great kid to talk to. Well, now we need to learn how to fluff, get the turkey fluffy, and to do all the things with the turkey right so um i'm gonna see if i can't step out and maybe find this breakfast bowl and maybe i can call back in and you guys can see this i think that's a fantastic idea i mean we really uh need to see that okay so we'll, we'll take it back to the studio with you guys to chit chat and then i'll be back okay all right Thank you, Jeremiah. And um, don't forget, you know, a lot going on at the fair today. And um, we do appreciate everybody for calling in and doing all the things. James and I will be up there here in a little bit, uh, see if we can interview some kids and just see some of the great things going on at this year's Jackson County Fair. Don't forget, $10 admission gets you in, gets you the rides, gets you all the, the grandstand entertainment. You don't have to pay anything extra for any of that stuff. Do have to buy your food, but that's okay. That's understandable. Um, I've got some uh, photos here from the tractor pull, courtesy of Telegram Sports Editor, editor oh, Todd Compston. You know what I think is so cool about this tractor pull is, you know, so those things are actually called like tractors, right? Like they're not like what you think yeah. of, like Massey Ferguson or whatever tractor. Yeah. But some of them like have jet engines and stuff in them. Well, they're like crazy. Yeah. You can see this one has two engines in the front. It is nuts. And, and and Todd told me that these aren't even the big ones. No, that wouldn't be a big one. Like yeah. the big ones are like, look like monster trucks. Uh -huh. <laughs> they are huge. And look at the tires and stuff, though, on those suckers. And like, how much you think a uh, a spare tire for one of those things is going to run you? Um, I'm guessing a whole lot of a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I wouldn't even have a an idea of what to guess for that. I think the funniest thing here is if you look at the very front down toward the bottom. Yeah. It's got a little number on it. It's just a regular sheet of printer paper like <laughs> clipped onto it. Like that's going to survive. And look at those little tiny tires on yeah. the front there as little compared Amish, to the back. Little Amish buggy tires on yeah. the back. <laughs> so, but yeah, those things are, um, it's amazing. And um, they just are unbelievable like how they pull and then the then uh, they just have to work on them and all that stuff and i mean it's a mechanical some seriously mechanical engineering stuff but yeah it's I, awesome i think jeremiah is in line at the food booth let's is check is he really yeah. did you find the breakfast bowl bud 
sound like we're, he's coming in real strong now. Oh. Yeah, that signal out there is kind of a little bit weak. Well, don't forget, lots of things going on today at the fair. And um, you do have Magic Man TJ Hill tonight at 6 p.m. He'll be on the Midway stage and also the Diamond J Rodeo today. Tonight at the uh, at the grandstand, 6 p.m. as well. And, of course, the sheep uh, and the goats are today. So lots and lots of stuff going on. If you wonder about the rides, I believe the rides open. Open at 5. They'll be open from 5 to 11. Mm-hmm. So if you're into that kind of thing, <coughs> as you can tell, I'm allergic Bless to them. You. Thank you. Sorry about that. I'm just getting it out of the way now. Um, yeah. Rides, not necessarily my thing the most, but I do like to, to go down and see all the, the fun animals. So that's a good good part as well. I don't know why you wouldn't want to ride those fair rides. They just <laughs> they come apart so easy so they can move them to the next fair. Exactly. <laughs> if you can put it up within a few hours, no, thank you. But no, I mean, they're obviously very, very safe, and, and they do have to be inspected and all that before... Um, they're turned on and, and, uh, used. So don't worry about that. We're just joking. Mine's more, not necessarily my fear. It's just that my stomach doesn't agree. <laughs> it doesn't like things that spin around. If that makes any sense. All right. Well, uh, so we lost Jeremiah, I think in the uh, food, food booth let's line. Let's try to bring him back one more time. Okay. See we'll if, see. Are you, are you there, Jeremiah? Well, he's connected. He must still be waiting in line. Must be. I think he set his stuff down so he could go get food. All right. We'll we'll see if he pops back up here in a second. Okay. All right. Well, uh, do we have the weather forecast for your fair? Um, I know a lot of you are curious. Good news is I do believe that the um, the rain is kind of moving out. Um. And it will be a bit hotter for the rest of the week, but that's okay because uh, if it's not pouring down the rain, yeah, it's not it showing any bad. more rain until uh, first of next week. But the temperatures are gonna start climbing. They 90, are going to start climbing. Ninety-four but on Saturday. Ninety-four on no, Saturday you. for the Bang 'Em Up Derby, and uh, always a lot of fun. You just have to have your car move faster, and it'll get the wind going. You think the. <laughs> You think the demo derby car's got AC? Um, yeah, it does. It's called no windows. Yeah, it's got sunroof. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all of that. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Well, um, probably have to get out of here for the day so we can get up to the fair. I think so. All right. Well, thank you to everybody who tuned in today. Thanks to Aaron Daly for talking with us, giving us an update on all the cool things going on at the fair. And of course, Jeremiah for all of his coverage and um, all of that stuff. So we're going to head on up and uh, you will and hopefully we'll see you up at this year's Jackson County Fair here in a little bit. And uh, if you see us out and about, stop by and say hi. All right. Well, have a great day, everyone. And we will be back tomorrow with our friend, um, friends from the YMCA, I believe. All of that. Yes. And we're going to be talking about some of the fun things they have going on. So until then, have a great day and we'll see you right back here in the morning. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.